What's up, everybody? I'm Bob Walters. This is Locked Up Sports Weekend Wrap-Up. The Rangers just keep winning with another big win yesterday in Toronto. The Knicks and the Nets, the battle in New York tonight from Barclays Center. The Jets and Giants are all but done as far as the NFL season goes. We speak with Mark Mancini and Yamamoto. Sweepstakes, when will it end? When will we know? Just pick a team already. (laughs) Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Bob Walters. Inside the Brian Gunzel Studios, thank you for joining, thank you for listening, thank you for watching. As always, do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Every little bit helps. Um, I wanted to start today with um, something that, that that a lot of you probably have already heard, a lot of you already know. On Monday, I was assaulted pretty badly. Uh, I was involved, the victim of a assault on staff by an inmate at work. Uh, it was a, it was a pretty brutal. Uh, attack. They, he attacked me. It was unprovoked. It was, uh, you know, it, it was just, it, it was a brutal, I'm, you know, I'm too old to be fighting people. You know, I'm a 42 year old man. I don't need to be fighting people, especially 20 something year old kids who are in, who are bigger than me and in better shape than me. And, but it's something that does come with the job. And I know people don't want to hear that. No, we, that's not why we go to work. Of course, that's not why nobody goes to work. That's not why anybody goes to work. But in this line of work that I chose to be in, the correction officer, it, it does happen from time to time. You know, you're dealing with bad people. So it does happen. And I just want to say that, uh, that since the incident on Monday, I spent Monday in the hospital. It turns out I have a concussion. So I'm in the blue tent. I'm in the protocol. They cleared me to, to do the show today. Um, bumps and bruises, nothing else, nothing really serious, seriously wrong with me or anything like that. Uh, Again, it's scary. It's a scary situation when stuff like that happens. It's scary when it happens to someone else that you work with. I mean, when you ha- when it happens to you, it, it's you know, it's this is the nightmare because, like I said, I'm, I'm 40 years old. I can't fight these people, you know. So, but the inmate has been rearrested. Uh, he's been charged with felony assault on a, on an officer. Um, I will keep you guys updated. Like I said, I'm fine. Nothing. He didn't hit the face, so the the face is still intact. Uh, and everybody uh, from the commissioner's office to the union to, most importantly, the officers that I work with and the captains and the, the deputy wardens and assistant deputy wardens have all been fantastic. They've all uh, called to check on me, ask me anything I need, take my time coming back, everything like that. Everybody has been fantastic in the entire department, top, top down. Okay, everybody. So it's been it's been. You know, it's been, a, it's been a tough couple of days because, like I said, I'm sore. I feel like I got hit by a Mack truck. You know, I'm not in shape to be fighting these guys. But, you know, you do what you can. Uh, I would say it was, if, if it, the fight went to the judges, it would have been a split decision. Let's just leave it at that, okay? So, that's not why you come and watch the show, though. You come watch the show because you want to hear me talk about sports and you want to hear me, you know, make a fool of myself sometimes talking about sports. But anyway. I want to start with the Rangers. Last night, the Rangers in Toronto, 5-2 win, a good win. This is a, that was a win last night that the Rangers got that good teams get, okay? Toronto was playing well. 
They had a, a long point streak, consecutive point streak. The Rangers went in there after losing to them 7-3 last week at the Garden in a game where the Rangers really did not play well. Shostakhin didn't play well. It's, it's a game that got me worried about Shostakhin, to be honest with you. They went into Toronto last night, and they dominated the game. They dominated the third period. The power play scored. Lafreniere scored. They won 5-2 to two with three third-period goals. Shostakhin made 31 saves. He played very well. I'm starting to get a little bit. I'm starting to get confidence back in Shostakhin. And listen, what can you say about this Rangers team? They're, they're 22, seven and one. I didn't see this coming. I did not see this coming. And it it feels it. I, mean, I hate to say it. I really do. But it feels like a special year. It could be a special year for this Rangers team. Now, like I've said, and I've said in the past, it's not about these games here in. December. It's not about the games in October. It's not about the games in January or February for this Rangers team. It's about the spring and it's about how far they go and will they be playing in May and June. That's what it's going to be about with this Rangers team. Can they keep this going? They've survived a ton of injuries to some big players. They've they've gotten great goaltending from from Quick from the backup when Shostakhin has struggled. Shostakhin seems to be getting his feet underneath him a little bit. Let's hope he kind of hits his stride here. We know we know he's an excellent goalie. We know what Shostakhin can do. We know that he's a, a Vezina Trophy winner, and he can be the best goalie in the NHL. He struggled this year so far. I was starting to get worried because it, you know, it kind of now has gone a couple months. Playing better as of late. Let's hope that now it's he's kind of got his foot into this season and is is now the goalie that we all know that he can be. But last night, a good a good win. The Rangers are by far the best team in this town right now. By far. It's not even close. And and it's crazy that because I like I said, I didn't see it coming. I expected the Rangers to be good this year. Not this good. Not not historically good. Now the the Bruins are right there. The Bruins are playing excellent hockey. Um but the Rangers went into Boston and they beat the Bruins. They just they answer the bell every night and every obstacle that comes up they they get right past it every time so far and you know i'm waiting for them i'm kind of waiting for that moment in the season where because you as a rangers fan you get used to having those moments like listen i i i've seen president's trophies won by the rangers and then they they fade in the playoffs so that that's why i have it's a it's a cautious optimism with the rangers but as of right now there is nothing you can say bad about this team and this coaching staff has just been incredible and Kreider, has played great, and and listen, with Kreider, Kreider's an all-time Ranger. Is great. That's what Kreider is. He he's sneaky, he sneakily became an all-time Ranger. Is great, with, kind of without us even noticing. Okay, he he passed Adam Graves last week for number three all-time on the Rangers goal scoring list. He has over five hundred points in his career. He's headed to the Hall of Fame. He's having his uh, jersey number headed to the rafters after he's done playing. He's a he's a Lifetime Ranger. He, he's, he's played his whole career with this team. He doesn't have the cup. Now, if he gets the cup, if he could get a cup, he could move into that legendary status. You know, he's not there. He's not, he's not at the level with, with that, those 94 guys, Leach and Richter and Graves and Messier. He's not at that level. I mean, he'll never get to Messier level. But, but he can become legendary status if he could somehow get a cup in these next... This year or, you know, in the next year or two, whatever he has left, 
He's playing this year like he has another five or six years left, but I, I don't think he does. He's, he's getting up there in age, so we'll see You know what goes on there. You know, uh, the Rangers, I was at the Garden last night, actually, for, for Billy Joel. Uh, excellent show, by the way. If you haven't seen Billy Joel yet at the Garden, I, I don't know what you're doing. You've had 10 years. He plays every month, once a month for 10 years. What are you doing? If you want to see Billy Joel and you haven't seen him yet, you're running out of time. Got about six shows left in his residency. So if you want to get to see Billy Joel, you better get your ass out there and do it soon in the next like three months because those last three shows, I'm, I'm guessing, are going to be impossible tickets to get. Impossible. Uh, so that's the, that's the story with the Rangers and with Madison Square Garden and Billy Joel. Listen, Rangers keep winning. They, they have just done. There's nothing you can say bad about the Rangers, and I love it. I love it. And the Islanders are playing better. The Islanders have really played well since a very, very slow start. The Islanders have really jumped up, and they, they played much better now. You got the, the, the Bruins have 44 points. The Rangers have 45 points. The Rangers are hold right now the President's Trophy spot, the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. But in the Metropolitan Division, you got the Flyers. Who are playing excellent. And, you know, out of nowhere, the Flyers. Nobody picked the Flyers in this division. Flyers have 39 points. The Islanders have 38. And then the Hurricanes have 37. And the Hurricanes and the Devils have really disappointed this season. I get it. The Devils have had some injuries. They played better lately. But, I mean, the Islanders are eight. Let's see. In their last 10 games, the Islanders are seven, one, and two. The Rangers are seven and three. And the Flyers are seven, one, and two. The Flyers and the Islanders are right there. They're only a couple, you know, six points, six, seven points back of the Rangers, who are just have been unbeatable. So it's going to be a good race. It's going to be. It, it's not going to be easy for the Rangers. Listen, you want this to be some kind of special year? It's not going to be easy. That's supposed to be easy though. And like I said, this is a team that that doesn't matter what they do in the regular season. They're going to be judged in the spring and in May. And in June, hopefully, if they're still playing, that's when we're going to judge this Rangers team because that's when they've fallen apart in recent years. They haven't played well in recent years. They've, they've, they've been up and down in the playoffs. You know, you, you get a two-game two lead, you blow it. You lose four straight. Two straight years. They, they, they come back from 3-1 two years ago against the Penguins to win in an overtime game seven. So, listen, it's going to be fun. Uh, I think we have good things to look forward to for the winter sports. If, if nothing else, as disappointing as this football season has been and as disappointing as the baseball season was over the summer, the winter sports with the Knicks and the Rangers seem to be, they'll, they should be able to keep our interest. And there should be two playoff teams. The Knicks tonight are in Brooklyn at the Barclays. They play the Nets. Knicks is still on this long road trip. They played eight of nine, I think, eight of their last nine on the road. They had a Good win the other night in L.A. against the Lakers. You had LeBron who put up a triple-double. You were able to withstand that. They won the game. They held off a late flurry from the Lakers, a late push. They held them off. They won 100. And 119-114 was the final. And listen, last week you had Brunson who came back from the the twisted ankle and, and, and put up 50. Brunson is is the heart of this team. Like I said with with Thibodeau, like you can't be leaving him out there if you're in the, the waning seconds of a of a game that you're either going to win handily or you're not going to win. You can't be having him out there because he, he it, this team is so fragile. 
It's not a very deep team. The Knicks are very fragile with top-heavy Brunson, and, and if one of these guys gets hurt, it's gonna it's gonna go south real fast. They're playing well right now. Okay, the Knicks are playing well. They're fifteen and eleven. They've kind of worked their way up from that slow start. I told you not to worry about the Knicks because they had somewhat of a slow start, but they were playing teams that that were just out of their league. You know, they're, they're not better in the NBA. There are some teams that the Knicks are not better than that. The Knicks are not going to beat. And they're, listen, they're right in the middle of the pack. If they're in the fifth seed right now in the Eastern Conference. Celtics, of course, twenty and six are the top seed. They beat up on the on the Knicks last week. Then you got the Bucks, the Sixers, the Magic, and then of course the Knicks. And the Magic, the four seed, and even the three seed is within reach right now. But the Knicks got to win these games. You know they, they're playing the Nets right now, and that's right at five hundred thirteen and thirteen. They played a little bit better, but this is a game that the Knicks should win. Okay, is it? It's I know it's a road game. The Knicks haven't been great on the road, but. It's 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 kind of like a, a half a road game because you get you get a ton of Knicks fans in the building, but and I expect nothing different tonight. So that's going to be fun to watch Knicks and Nets. It's always fun to watch. It's a good rivalry. You know, if, if you're headed out to the game, have a good time. I I would definitely recommend going to a game, a Knicks Nets game. The Barclays Center is great if you haven't been there. So that's what's going on with the Knicks and the Nets and the Rangers. Well, all through, uh, you know, listen. We can only hope that that these teams keep this up, especially the Rangers and the Knicks. If we could ever get the Knicks and the Rangers good again, I mean, the city's a fun place in the winter. And in the spring, it's even better. You have NCAA tournament, then you have the you have opening day coming up, which we're all which we all get psyched about, whether they're a good team or not. And then you got the Knicks and the Rangers making playoff run. It doesn't get any better than that. And it's in New York, and it's the, the best thing. It's, it's the best time of year when you get the Knicks and the Rangers there making playoff runs, opening day, getting going. The NCAA tournament is not a better time and a better place than having that happen in New York City. And that, that's what, you know, we can only hope that, that things continue and that we get that this year. Because Lord knows we had a, a garbage baseball season. The football season has been worse. Doesn't get much worse than this football season. And now, uh, as far as the football season goes, listen, it's it's been bad, and I think it finally got put to rest. Finally got put down on last week. Okay, I told you, I told you, Tommy Cutlets that that the whole whole thing was going to come crashing down very very soon. It did in New Orleans. I mean, you know, was he ever really that good? No, he wasn't. I told you, he wasn't that good. And if you look at the number, yeah, he was winning games. He was managing the game. He wasn't making mistakes. He was making, you know, one, two, three key throws, good throws that he needed to to win a game. And it was it was fun and it was magical, but it was not going to last. And I told you it wasn't going to last because he's not good enough. Okay? He's a good story. It was a fun story. He's not good enough talent-wise to do anything with a team in meaningful time and meaningful games in the NFL. And it is what it is. That's nothing to be ashamed of. It's nothing to be ashamed of saying you're not a top NFL quarterback. He's not. Just not. And it showed. Okay. He came out. He threw a couple picks. He did not play well. The Saints, he went on the road against the Saints in a meaningful game for the Saints that they had to win. And they did. And they, they came in and they just, the Giants could get nothing going. 
Or did the Jets go? Listen, the Jets are even worse. The Jets, that was a no-show against a division rival in Miami. 30 nothing. They completely no-showed the game. Zach Wilson got killed. I, he wasn't, listen, he wasn't going to win this game, right? They weren't going to beat the Dolphins, but at least show up. 30 nothing. And I don't know how this coaching, the fact that this coaching staff is not even on the, on the, on the hot seat, not even being questioned by, by anyone besides the media. I mean, the, the Jets, they don't say anything about this coaching staff and how bad they've been. And you know why? Because Aaron Rodgers likes them and Aaron Rodgers runs the team. Now, thankfully for, for the Jets, and, and I'm telling you, thankfully, and listen, you did not, you don't want Rodgers playing this season. You finally put that to bed as the Jets were eliminated with the 30 nothing. Listen, you can't have him. Can you imagine having him behind this offensive line? They can't block anything. Miami just teed off. They pinned their ears back, and they went right after the quarterback, and they almost killed Zach Wilson. They would have done the same to Aaron Rodgers. They would have done the same to Tom Brady or, or, or Peyton Manning. Okay? That was un playable quarterback situation. You can't play quarterback when you have a situation like that, when these guys are just coming and killing you and they're in your face in the, the second and a half of every play. Dolphins were nearly taking handoffs in the backfield from Zach Wilson. The offensive line is a disaster. So you can't have Rodgers go back there. Even if the Jets somehow, some way won that game against the Dolphins that the other day, they, they, you can't have Aaron Rodgers play. God forbid he goes down. Your whole thing is ruined. The fact that they that they haven't even said anything about this coaching staff who is, is lost. Coaching staff is lost. Salah is no good. Go look at his record. Just look at his record. Salah is no good. And to think that he's going to be any different because Rodgers is there. Listen, Rodgers running the team. Nathaniel Hackett is even worse than Salah. There is zero zero reason why Nathaniel Hackett should still be the offensive coordinator. No reason except for the fact Rodgers likes him. Rodgers won two MVPs with him. Rodgers feels comfortable with him. Rodgers does not want to come in next year and install a new offense and have to learn a new offense and under a new head coach. He doesn't want to do any of that. He thinks that he doesn't need any of those guys. It doesn't matter if the head coach is terrible. It doesn't matter if the offensive coordinator stinks. I'm Aaron Rodgers. Let me go out there, let me play, and I'll bring you to the promised land. And listen, I don't think he's going to be able to do it. The Jets are an embarrassment year after year after year. They have the longest. It's 13 straight years that they are under 500. 13 years. This team hasn't seen the playoffs in almost a decade and a half. The fan base is dying. They're willing to believe what Rodgers is selling them. You got to remember, he is a 40 year old quarterback coming off a surgery and a season ending injury. He's an all time great. But is he still an all time great? Is he going to still be an all time great next year? That's what you have to ask yourself. And I don't know the answer to it. I'm leaning towards no. All the indications are in practice. He's playing great. He's playing, he's, he's just like the old Rodgers, but. I don't know. I think I think the best thing that happened to the Jets, even though that was an embarrassing performance, they should be ashamed of it because they didn't show up against the division rival in a game that they could have spoiled some something for the Dolphins, and they lost thirty nothing, and it was wasn't even competitive. Again, non a non competitive game 
from a backup quarterback. Like I've been saying all year. Got a couple of them. Did you see Carolina and Atlanta on Sunday? Nobody else did. There was about 500 people in the stands. Embarrassing. Embarrassing for the Carolina. Now I get it. It was bad weather. It's a bad team. But there was literally, if there was 3,500 people in that ball, in that park, it would be, it would be a lot. And there there probably wasn't even 3,500 to see a field goal fest. Missed field goal. It was it was seven six or nine seven. I think was the final nine seven. Another unwatchable game in the NFL. They're all over the place. Now the Eagles. Again, I told you. Look, the Eagles. I told I told you they were soft two three weeks ago. They haven't won since. Right. They went and they lost a, a thriller. Excellent game Monday night. Give them credit. That was a good one. The Eagles got beat by by Seattle. I didn't see it because of you know obviously because of what happened with me on Monday. I came home and I was sleeping, but I did watch you know the highlights and it was an excellent game. And I missed a good one. I'm a, I'm a little pissed that I missed it, but the Eagles are soft. They have been soft. They are not as good as you think they are. And I've been saying that for four weeks. I've been saying that since they were ten and one. Now they're ten and four. Okay. Things are not actually are not really looking up. Now they, now they get a break. They play the Giants two out of the last four weeks. So they can still win this division. And I, and I still think there's a chance that they can win the division. If you, want, if you want me to be the truth, I think Dallas is a better team. I do think Dallas is a better team. But I think the Eagles have an easier schedule. That, Dallas had their easy part of the schedule, and that's when they flew past the Eagles. No pun intended. Um. Now, when you look at the games this week, you got the Giants are, are playing Philadelphia. Tommy, Tommy, uh, Tommy DeVito is going to quarterback. The Giants technically are not mathematically eliminated yet. Uh, I mean, listen, <laughs> it's not, not going to happen, okay? It's not happening. But um, they play the Eagles now two of the last four weeks, and I think the Eagles are going to kill them. I do. I think the Eagles are going to kill them. I think that DeVito's been exposed. He's a little shaken now. He's not on that high. I could beat anybody. I think he kind of got knocked back down to earth a little bit by the Saints last week. You know, he got his ass kicked a little bit. And and the Saints are not a great team. The Eagles are not a great team either, but the Eagles are better than the Saints. That much I can tell you. And the Eagles need to win. You got the Cowboys at 10-4. and four. The Eagles at 10-4. and four. Eagles need to win this game. Dallas this week. They play. Dallas has Miami on Sunday, so now you can, the Eagles can. They're going to beat the Giants. Say the Eagles beat the Giants, right? Not exactly going out on a limb there. The the Dolphins are playing the Cowboys. The Dolphins coming in now. Dallas should win that game. They're going to be favored, but you could see them losing that game. Then they got the 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 Lions the following week. Not an easy game. Now the Lions will probably have that division wrapped up. Maybe by then. But still, not an easy game because they're going to be jockeying for position in the in the playoffs, and then they finish with Washington. So, the three games for Dallas are Miami, uh, Detroit, and then Washington. Now they figured that they could very easily go one and two on those games, right? Very easily go one and two, and if you go one and two, now all the Eagles have to do is win two. The Eagles the rest of the way. They have the Giants, Arizona, and the Giants. 
So you got to figure they're going to go three and zero, right? I can't see them losing any of those either of the games to the Giants or Arizona because they're all going to mean something. And so the Eagles are favored to win this division, and I think they probably will because you got to figure Dallas is going to slip up somewhere. It could be this week right here against Miami. Miami's coming in red hot. They just blew out the Jets. They basically had a bye week playing the Jets. Coming in, Dallas coming off a loss. I think Miami will probably win that game, and that could be the division right there. Division could pretty much be settled this week because figure Dallas is going to run the. I mean, Philadelphia is going to run the table. They're going to go three and zero. They're going to finish thirteen and four. Dallas needs to win then two of three. I could see them losing two of three. So I think the Eagles, as soft as I think they are, and I don't think they're going anywhere in the playoffs, they could still get that one seed. They could still have the road to the Super Bowl go through Philadelphia, even though I don't think they'll be the ones representing the NFC because I think they'll get beat. I don't think they're a good team. I think the Eagles have flaws all over the place, and I think they will be beat in the playoffs. They are not going to roll through the playoffs like they did last year. It's just not going to happen. So. The Eagles and Dallas, they split their games together. They, it's it's going gonna, it, gonna to be a tight. It's going to be a good race, NFC East. Give, it, give, give them credit. The NFC East is a two-horse two race. Give them credit. It's been good. The Jets, the Jets this week, the Jets play Washington. And, it, you know, if there's not a more, a worse game on, on the schedule this week, I, I haven't looked at all the games. But, I mean, the Jets and Washington, ugh, that, that's, that's brutal. That's brutal. That's you know, that's worse than Carolina and Atlanta because you got two bad teams. Zach Wilson, uh, uh, he's questionable. He's listen. I don't, he, it's sad that he came out there and he got hurt. Right, thirty point thirty nothing. He's gonna play somewhere next year, and I think he's gonna be okay. I just think he can't really handle New York. I think he's gonna be okay somewhere else, though. I do. So the other games we got this Saturday, the Saturday games, because of course, leave it to the NFL, right? They're going to fill that void on Saturday. Not going to leave a day open without football. They're going to, we, we got football for you. We'll play, we, we, we'll throw some games on for you. Saturday, you got the Bengals Steelers. Good game, a big game. The Bengals, eight and six, right in the thick of it. Steelers, seven and seven. The Steelers have been falling off. They have just played awful football lately. I, I, the Bengals playing with the quarterbacks obviously hurt. They're playing with the backup quarterback. I, I think the Bengals can win this game in Pittsburgh. It's a rivalry game. So, and, and with Mike Tomlin, expect, it, expect the Steelers to show up. Okay, don't expect another, another game like they had last week where they just didn't show up. They didn't play well. The Steelers, since beating the Bengals back in week 12, they won 16 to 10, a good game. They've lost to the Cardinals. I mean, listen to these teams they lost to. That's why I'm saying that they seem disinterested. Mike Tomlin's team do not seem like they're disinterested. They usually come ready to play, and it's 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 curious to me, and we're going to speak to Mark Mancini about it because he's the Pittsburgh guy. Why is this team falling apart? Why is it all falling apart? I get the quarterback went out, but it's falling apart in all facets of the game for Pittsburgh. They've lost to Arizona. They lost 24-10 to Arizona. They lost to New England 21-13. Then they got blown out last week by the Colts, 30-13. to 13. Pittsburgh has lost three in a row. The season basically rests on this game. You have to win this game at home against the Bengals. The Bengals come limping in with injuries, but they're playing well. And they, you know, the Steelers got the Bengals, Seahawks, and then the Ravens. 
So you got to figure they're not going to beat the Ravens. The Seahawks is iffy. They really, they have to win two out of three, and they're going to need help. Get that nine win. Get to nine wins. And then just hope that, you know, you get the help you need, and you could backdoor it into the playoffs. But as far as the Steelers, they, they, look, they don't look like a playoff team. Not at all. You're losing teams like the Cardinals and the, the, the Patriots. I mean, come on. Come on. Those are garbage teams. Garbage. So, listen, we got the, the Yamamoto thing still going. Okay? Yeah, come on. Can we just pick a team already? Why do we have to drag this out? He's got to know where he's going. Does he want to just continue to be wine to nine, going to dinner at one owner's house to the other owner's house, and then out? Come on. Can't you see he's playing you at this point? He just wants the free dinners. He knows where he's going. Okay? The offers have now come in. The Mets supposedly have the highest offer. If you want the money, go to the Mets. If you don't want to go for the money, then go wherever you want to go. But make a decision already. I mean, this day after day, if he's having dinner at this guy's house, he went out to have a meeting with these people. Come on already. You know? I hate to say it, but shit will get off the pot, right? Come on, Yamamoto. Bothered me when, when Otani did it and the secrecy. and the, uh, Come on. It's the, now, it's fun because there's six teams. Uh, there's about five or six teams involved, and they're all big market, big teams. The Red Sox, the Dodgers, the Yankees, the Mets. But what else is there to say about it, right? How many times do we got to hear you went to dinner with here? You're going to meet this team. You're, this team looks like it's in the league. We don't know. All right? We, we don't know. We tried guessing now for three weeks. We don't know. Just tell us already. Came out this week now that he might not make his decision until the new year. But c- come on. You, you know he has made his decision probably weeks ago. Right? He either decided, I'm going with the highest offer. And then you just wait and see. Whoever makes the highest offer, that's who you go to. Or you know where you want to go. And stop playing games with everybody else and stop playing games with every other team and just make your pick. Say, I'm going here and do it. Because now it's starting to get annoying that every day I got to listen to where he's going, who he's meeting with. I'm done with it. I'm done with it. Pick a team. I hope you pick the Mets, but pick somebody already, would you? It's like the most indecisive thing. Like, like what, what else do you need to know? Know about the teams. You know about what you like about them. You know what kind of money they're going to pay you. You know who the owners are because you've had dinner with all of them at this point. Just make a decision. Come on. That's what I got to say about that. And like I said, I did the Mets The Mets did all they could do. If they, as long as they come in with the highest offer, that's all you can do. Make the highest offer. If he doesn't want to be here, he doesn't want you, then there's nothing you can do about it. Right? Move on. You hope that he wants you. You want him to be on this team. You think he'll be a good piece to this team. Going forward, here's all the money. Here's the most money out of anybody. We got more money than anybody. I brought you to dinner at my house. You want us or not? Shit or get off the pot. So now we're going to have, um, now we're going to uh, be joined by Mark Mancini, our guest, one of my favorite people in the world, one of your favorite people in the world. That's why you watch this show, right? To see Mark Mancini. I made you wait a half hour. To get him. So here's my interview, Mark Mancini. 
Enjoy the interview. All right, so now we'd like to welcome in XM Radio's Mark Mancini. He's on a ton of podcasts. Um, good friend of mine, good friend of yours by now from, from watching this show. Mark, welcome to the show. What is up? How you doing? I love you, brothers. Merry Christmas. We got a happy new year. I know we're going to do another show next week or something or start the new year off right. And, you know, being born in Pittsburgh and raised in L.A., man, I, I you know, I'm trying to figure out where New York is, man. I thought the East Coast stopped after Pittsburgh. Well, hey, listen, I I feel like I feel like I played behind the Jets offensive line. All right. I get, I'm, I'm too old to be getting into fights with these inmates, like I said. And I'm way yeah. too old. I feel like a, a truck hit me. I don't know how Tom Brady did it. Three years older than me playing for You know what it did? He didn't get touched. That's how he did it. That's how he did it. So, Well, I'll tell you, don't even start with the NFL, man. That thing is turning you in the Arena Football League. We've seen two debacles this year. The Dolphins uh, trounced the Broncos in Miami like 70-20. to 20. And then last week we got an indication of what the Chargers look like, 63-20 to 20 something. And let me tell you, this is third-string quarterback league. It's far from the thing where I grew up with, where John Elway was backing up Steve DeBerg. Dan Marino was backing up David Woodley. They carried a clipboard for a year. They studied it. We got a bunch of third-string scabs playing in this league, man. But they are. there's There's not enough good quarterbacks to go around. There's not enough talent in the world. There's only like 32, 37 people in the world who are talented enough to play NFL quarterback. And when you don't have one of those 37 in the game, the game stink. They stink. Yeah. That game the other night was terrible. Yeah, I don't want to disrespect UPS drivers and FedEx employees, but that's who we have quarterback in these days. Listen, If I'm going to see this garbage like I, with the skins and the uh, Rams on Sunday, then I need to wear a bag over my head so nobody knows I'm there. Well, I mean, how about the, every week there's a game like that? There's the there's the Jets and Giants here are usually one of the games. There was a Carolina, which had about 30 people in the stands, and they played Atlanta. That was like a 9-7 unwatchable game, 63-49-nothing at halftime, the Chargers. The Chargers are better than that. Staley, now, now you, you're out there. There's talk of Harbaugh. There's talk of Belichick. Well, what do you, what do you hear about the, the Chargers? Well, the Chargers don't like to spend money, but they're going to have to open up their purse strings and gold bags. They'll get somebody like a Belichick in there, a Harbaugh, give him complete control of the organization, let the dude bring in his own GM, and then you'll see what the Chargers do. You know, when you're penny-wise and dollar-foolish, when you pinch the pennies, till the Clippers were like that for years till you know, Ballmer came in and opened up the purse strings, and now you see what the Clippers have done. So the Chargers are going to have to do the same thing. You know, yeah, the big surprise they have a good quarterback. Here. They're ready to win. They're ready to yeah. win. They have a guy like I love the quarterback. I love Herbert. I think he's I think yeah. he's underrated. So well, I'll tell you now, one thing. And you know, the Rams are going to be in my backyard. Their headquarters in Woodland Hills shortly. So you never know. You know, Mancini could be part of that Ram uh, uh, <laughs> team there. You never know. The Rams are good. The Rams are good. The Rams yeah, are good this year. Right, they're heading towards the playoffs. Shockingly, seven. they're going to take out the Saints tomorrow. They go to New York after that. You know, they play, they close out with the 49ers. Hey, you never know. They can go 10 and 7, control their own destiny. This was a team everybody thought would win three games. Yeah, I, I agree. Listen, I'm just as shocked now. Now, what's just as shocking to me is that is your Steelers. Your Steelers have now lost three in a row. They lost to the Cardinals. They lost to the Patriots. They haven't won since they beat Cincinnati. Now the season is on the line this week in Cincinnati. It looks like they quit on Tomlin. 
What's going on in Pittsburgh? What's wrong with your boys in Pittsburgh, Mark? Well, I think what happened was that fight in practice kind of stemmed over. And, you know, there's always one of these games every year with the Steelers where you kind of scratch your head and go, what the hell just happened? I thought it was earlier in the year when they went to Houston because Houston wasn't that good with C.J. Stroud trying to learn everything. And I thought, you know, the Steelers, the big win in Vegas and, and going to Houston, and then they'd come back home and they'd have Baltimore, the bye, and then, you know, the Rams. But, you know, then they play Arizona in Pittsburgh in the first week of December. And, you know, this is where West Coast teams come to die. I mean, especially with the cold, the snow, and everything, and Arizona pulled one, and I said, what the hell was that? That's the second one this year, Houston and Arizona. Then came the New England game four days later where New England seems to own Pittsburgh. I don't care. They've owned in them since Bledsoe and Grogan uh, days, and, you know, you can go back to now Brady taking over and beating them. So then they get shell-shocked in Indianapolis. Now they got, a you know, their final home game. This game's in Pittsburgh. They'll hit the road with Seattle and Baltimore, but this is going to be it. They're not going to play a, a playoff game at home. No, but you figure, think, you figure they're going to lose to Baltimore. They mailed it in. You figure they have to win these two, right? Because they're not going to beat Baltimore. Baltimore's going to have the one seed probably on the line there in that last week. They have to win these two, win two out of three, get to nine, get to nine, and then just hope for some help, right? Yeah, well, that's what it's going to have to happen. And, 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 and when you look at it, I think they quit. They, you know, Tomlin, I agree. they more or less kind of quit on him or, you know, whatever. I don't know. Pickett doesn't look like the same. He got a wide receiver that doesn't want to block to get hurt. I mean, and as much as it's, I, I've said this and nobody wants to believe it uh, because, it, uh, you know, I'm not a big Raven guy being a Pittsburgh boy, but Baltimore is the team to beat, man. That defense, yeah, I have them. I mean, that, that defense, they'll, they'll – They'll single-handedly start to destroy you. And I've seen Seattle. They've destroyed Detroit. They've taken out Jacksonville. This is a team that's on a mission, man. And they're 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 gunning. They'll, they'll take out the 49ers here on Christmas. I think so. And they're the best team. They're the best team in, in the league right now. And then the Chiefs. The Chiefs have all kinds of issues now. The Chiefs. I think that that thing with the offsides bothered me because you know what? It, he was offsides. It's black and white, and them crying and Andy Reid crying. Big time problem I had. And I think the Chiefs, and I like the Chiefs, I think the Chiefs have reached a point in the dynasty where they're impossible to root for. Well, Between the Taylor Swift, Swift and the, the Taylor Swift and the podcasts and the, and just the crying the other day about the offsides, it, it's impossible to root for them now. Yeah, this is what happens when you start mixing music with sports. It doesn't go hand in hand too much. And now you're dating. Big news. That thing should have been kept on the low He's doing commercials, Kelsey. And let me tell you, Kelsey's good. But he's no Gronkowski. He's no, no Gronkowski. No, no. He's a Hall of Famer, though. You know, Keith Miller. You think of some of these guys. You know, I, you know. Let's face it. The Chiefs have gotten fat on the AFC West. You know who he is. You know who he is. He's he's Antonio Gates. Ah, it's probably still taking Antonio Gates. Now, this guy could be a little like Mark Bavaro. No, he's better than Bavar. I listen, I love Bavar. I love Rambo. I love Rambo. But 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 Kelsey's better than Bavaro. Bavaro's not a Hall of Famer. Kelsey's a Hall of Famer. He's not he's not Gates. He's not okay. he's not Gates. You know. You do it. Uh Jeremy Shockey. <laughs> yeah, Jeremy Shockey. Yeah, we've seen those guys yeah. We've seen those guys kind of go through the you know, uh 
uh, thing, Jeremy Shockey and, and, ba- and, and uh, Brian Bosworth. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, listen, I know you got to run, so I want to get real quick because I know you got something to say on this. I, uh, I'm somebody, I think, that they, they can't allow the Dodgers to do this, right? They can't allow the Dodgers to have this contract to stand. It's got to be either voided. I say voided, let them keep them, but, uh, and you let them defer the money. You have that between them, Otani, and the state of California. But put the 70, uh, 70 million a year on the luxury tax, right? Well, here's the thing. You know, every year I stand by this. You know, in March, everybody's talking about division titles and, you know, World Series champs. And everybody's going through the summer telling me this is the team to beat and all this. And then we get in October and you go out and everybody goes, what happened? And then in December, we start opening the gifts, and here we go with marquee guys, whether it's a Betts, a Freeman, and now we get an Otani. Hey, let me tell you something. This guy played six years in Anaheim, won two MVPs, couldn't get the team past the Mendoza line, couldn't get the team to the playoffs. The dude's never been to Pittsburgh. I know this was a publicity stunt to bring the Japanese community in L.A. to go along with the Hispanic community. It's rightfully so. The Dodgers say they have a brand. I don't know what brand it is. They're trying to compare it to the Yankees and the Cowboys and all these other Lakers and reputable. Well, they're like the Cowboys. They're like the Cowboys, right? Cowboys don't win anything either. Yeah. It's a hype train, man. That's all it is. Everybody gets on the hype train and buys into it. $1,000 tickets for upper deck tickets, opening day against St. Louis. Come on, man. You got to go get pitching. Pitching wins games. Arizona's done that this offseason. They brought in Eduardo Rodriguez. They brought in, they got Gallon there. They've got pitching. Pitching's going to win. Pitching's 90% of the game. The Dodgers are bringing in guys that, you know, get injured a lot, rotator problems, you know, uh, broken down guys. They need they need production from the pitching staff, and they don't have it. He's and not pitching Freeman, next year. Free, free and now you're paying $70 million for four for four at-bats. Or a right. DH, $70 million. Yeah. For, and not only that, Freeman's got to pass for 10 years because Otani says if he goes, I can opt out. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, it's somebody's going to go I, there when they when they get bounced again. It'll be Dave Roberts. But when you look at this team, uh, you know, if, if if it came down to me taking Barry Bonds or Shohei Otani, I'm taking Barry Bonds any day of the week. I gave up on the Dodgers when they treated Piazza like crap. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, listen, I'm the, not a the, well, well, we listen. You know, we know you're not a Dodger guy. Yeah. Like they know I'm not a Yankee guy. We know you're not a Dodger guy. You don't yeah, got yeah. we. It's written all over your face every time you come on here. I, I had a segment <laughs> in, the, in the summer said, "Tell me why the Dodgers suck today, Mark." So I mean, yeah. we know you're not a Dodger guy. But what do you think about the contract? Are they going to be able to get away with paying him two million and deferring sixty eight million? Because that, regardless of what you think, whether it's the right move or not, it's not fair. Because then, what are the the teams like your Pirates, the smaller market team? They they need to benefit from this contract. They're not benefiting because they're not. It's not going up against the luxury tax, right? Right. That, they, no, MLB's got to make it. Got to make them pay the luxury tax. They're, they're they're circumventing the luxury tax. Right. Right. And that's you the know? problem there. That's the big yeah, problem it, in a nutshell. I mean, when you look at it, you know, and now the big teams and you you guys are the Mets are going to get Yamamoto there. Oh, so that's so. don't don't jinx it. Don't touch the money. Don't touch the money. It's not done yet. You know, don't touch you know, the money. <laughs> but that you know that's that's the thing. And and let, let's face it, uh, Bob, we we've seen this dog and pony show go. I saw the Lakers with Malone and Payton, God rest his soul, Kobe Bryant and Shaq get throttled by the Pistons, and they that the the excuse was with the injuries. 
I've seen this happen in Brooklyn with Durant and all those guys. I've seen this happen in Miami the first time with LeBron. I've seen it happen in San Diego with Bogarts and all these guys. Don't think the Dodgers are going to rule the league, man. You know, don't, don't think. You know, everybody's telling me about home runs in 44, and this guy's hit 39, and that guy's hit 20-something, and I don't really care what these guys have done. I've seen the Oakland A's, you know, in 88, steamroll in the Dodgers stadium and get, you know, caught with their uh, hands behind their ass. Yeah, when Kirk Gibson had a home run, right, in the World Series. Yeah. So, I right, listen, he's got to go. His name is Mark Mancini. Mark, if I don't see you, Merry Christmas to you, you your family, everybody, of course. Big things, man. We got to have and big we, Of course. You. You know? That's right. And, I'm gonna, and, and you know what? I'm going to need you for more than 15 minutes next time. Yeah. Because people I'll love you, that. and it's not enough time. Hey, you got to give me a half hour next, next time. Well, definitely. We'll do a half an hour whenever you want. Let's go next week and... By the way, next time you go to work, make sure you wear a goalie mask. I can send you one. <laughs> hey, look, my face is still pretty, right? They didn't touch the moneymaker. They didn't touch the moneymaker. If, Mark, if, they touch, they, if they touch the moneymaker, then your wife would be down there kicking No, yo, don't, don't go there. That's not that kind of show, Mark. It's not that kind of yeah. show. <laughs> Mark Mancini is his name. XM Radio, Mark. Thanks a lot. I love you, brother. You're the best. Love you, Mark. How about that? Mark Mancini, everybody. Of course. The best, Mark Pancini, XM Radio. You can find him. He's on a million different podcasts. We love him. Um, listen, that's going to do it for us today. Uh, thank you for, for watching. Thank you for listening. Remember, don't forget, rate, review, and subscribe. Every little bit helps. Rate, review, and subscribe. I'll be back with Brett, hopefully, this weekend, I believe. Uh, again, thank you to everybody who, who's uh, asked me how I'm doing. I'm doing fine. Listen, I'm good. I'm going to be okay. It was a, it was a, something that comes with the job. It happens every once in a while. It, it's, it's scary, but that, that's why, you know, that's why this is a tough job. That's why they pay us the big bucks. So I'm good. I hope you're good. We will talk to you later this week. Uh, I'm Bob Walters. Talk to you later. Thanks for watching, everybody. See ya. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to let everyone know by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or on our website at LockedUpSports.net. Remember, you can also find us on your favorite social media site, on Twitter at LockedUpSports, on the gram at Locked underscore up underscore sports. Join our Facebook group, Locked Up Sports, or on TikTok at Locked Up Sports Show. Now you can catch all the latest from Locked Up Sports anytime. Thanks for listening.